today we're going to be talking about collaboration and what it means to collaborate with coaches in your your program, what it means to collaborate with people outside your program that you bring in to give your program new ideas, to give your program a fresh perspective, and also what it means to collaborate with your with your players. Because I think it's important that we also talk to them and get a sense of what are they looking for out of a football season? What are they looking for out of our program? And yeah, how do we all go in the right direction? How do we all get this thing moving down the train tracks, so to speak? Because it's important that we that we do that, that we move the program forward. And collaboration is a big part of that. Because without collaboration, it's just one guy doing it. And man, I have been really guilty of that in the past is trying to figure all this out, trying to spend a lot of, a lot of time unnecessary time trying to figure out what is the best way forward. And I, you know, I, I read a lot. I listen to podcasts. I, I do the things that, that were modeled for me as a coach. I try to be a lifelong learner and yeah, sometimes that can drive you a little bit crazy because you're you're always looking for for the answer and you think that you have to find the answer by yourself. And that is not true. It is not true that we have to find the answer by ourselves. That we can look to other people and ask for their wisdom, for their opinion. And that is very helpful to us. And for the first time in my career, I'm really leaning on somebody outside of our program to help us take a a look under the hood, so to speak, to look at, hey, what does our film say? Uh, let's reevaluate our path, right? How are we trying uh, to make our program the best it can be? And it's been freeing for me because as a, as a head coach for the past seven years, I feel like I've, I've, been, I've been rolling the boat <laughs> extra hard. Uh, I've had some great assistance. I really have, and you know, I would listen to them, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't give them enough authority to speak, speak into my life and into the program. And that is something I'm definitely changing this off season, uh, going forward. I, I think it's important that we we let people in, that we allow people to speak into our lives and to to give us direction that is much needed. I, I know I need much direction in my life and our programs need that too. We need people that are outside of our program to look, look at our program and evaluate it and help us to make decisions going forward. And that is something that we are definitely doing that. And it's something that I will continue to do uh, as as I go, as I grow as a coach, as I grow as a football coach. And I was looking at, at an article the other day uh, about the Baltimore Ravens and John Harbaugh was talking about how this past year they had all kinds of injuries and he did a deep dive into how they practice and he has changed a lot of things. And I think that that speaks so, so loudly to me because I can be a person that if it's comfortable, I want to keep doing it. If it's something that I know has worked at some point, 
in my career as a player or as a coach. I want to keep doing that because it's easy, right? Let's be honest. It's easy. It's something that I'm used to. It's something that, hey, I can point to evidence that this has worked at one program or another. But that's not the best way to do it because every year is a new year and every program is a new program. So why not look deep into why are we doing this? What is the point of this? And what result are we looking for? Yeah, so as we 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 go forward this off season, I continue to think about how do I let people in that want to help, that have great ideas, that can help us move our program forward, that can help us move the program in the right direction. So, yeah, that was kind of a long intro to this podcast. I definitely, definitely think that was that was long, but. Yeah, let's talk about collaboration. And I think that's a that's a buzzword these days, right? It's a buzzword for for schools, right? It for for public schools who wanna in private schools who wanna involve all stakeholders, right? We want to allow people to give their opinion. And I th- I think in my career I, I I've thought I'm only going to take the opinion of people that I think are worthy to give their opinion. And I've done that as an assistant coach. I've done that as a head coach. And that is such a, that's a bad view. I think I should listen to people's opinions when I want to give them right. When they have some time and they want to espouse those, it doesn't mean I have to agree with them or even use them, but I think it's good to listen because maybe my opinion will change. And I have been so hard-headed as a, as a coach that oftentimes I don't think that way. And it's really important that we just, we let people in. We let people speak into our programs when, when they see something. And for me, this, it's been so life-giving this off-season to be able to share a film with people, to have long conversations with people, either via phone or zoom or text and to let people really do a deep dive into your program because us as as coaches right we're in our program every day it's it's the whirlwind i've read a book years ago and i've mentioned it on this podcast before called the four disciplines of execution and it's important that you know we're looking for lead measures things that that lead to lag measures. So we're, how do we're looking at things that we can control things that help us become better things that are practical. Uh, for example, if a, if a student athlete comes to me uh, and says, Hey coach, I want to improve my bench press. So I want to bench press 300 pounds. And that's all they're thinking about is 300 pound bench. I mean, that's great. They're thinking about it, but what are the practical steps to that? So are we, are we making every workout during the week? Are we getting eight to 10 hours of sleep? Are we eating correctly? All those things. Those are the things that we need, we need to measure. And 
I've had a, a couple of coaching friends this off season really just speak into me and help me realize that, man, that's really what you can control. Just do the daily things that give you a shot to be successful because success can come and go. That can be a genetic thing as far as, far as you know, the players on your roster. That can be people are injured, people get hurt. Uh, it could be in the other way of, hey, we're just better than that other team. And we could run the same play 40 times in the same formation and still beat them pretty bad, right? So what we're looking for is how do we maximize our talent to give them the best chance for success. And I think collaboration is a huge, huge part of that. And yeah, I mean, I've had people speak into me this off season. I've been so blessed. I really have been so, so blessed that there are people that care enough about, about me as a person and about us as a program to speak into us. And I, I think as men, we have a hard time with that, right? We have a hard time opening up and letting people see under the hood, so to speak. But I think it's so necessary that we we are real with other people and that we let them in and then we share our our doubts and our fears and then people can help us grow as coaches. Uh, now, I'm not saying to, to share your insecurities with every coach out there because some people don't have you know, you, the best intent with that, right? They wouldn't, they wouldn't be willing to listen and understand. But f- I've found some people this off season that have been able to speak into me as a coach. And that is so life-giving. It's something I wish that I found years ago to be able to just, Hey man, this is where we're at. This is what we've struggled with. How do we make it better? Because we can't go back and fix what went wrong in the past, right? We can't go. And we also can't go back and just live in the, the good things that happened. You know, I watch a guy like Nick Saban. He's always thinking about tomorrow and the next opportunity. Bill Belichick's the same way. Dabo Sweeney's the same way. And it's about trying to find the best answers for our kids in our program. Because every program is unique, right? It is it is something that is unique to our place, our our location, right, in our time. So it's not the 1980s, and I don't coach in Florida, right? I coach in rural West Virginia. So so what does that look like? How do we move the ball forward? How do we get the most out of our people? And I think a big part of that is when you look for wisdom, when you look for people to collaborate with, you look for people who are in a similar situation or somewhat similar to to your spot. But I also think that as a coach, there's going to be things that catch your eye. There's going to be certain schemes. There's going to be a certain way to practice. There's going to be a certain way to play a game. And I think it is good to recognize that. And it's okay to run schemes that fit your, fit your liking because you as a coach have to coach it and you don't have to be somebody else, be you. And that's something this offseason I really have, I've had some people speak into me that have helped me to realize, man, just be yourself to some degree as a coach right now. Be willing to learn and adapt in, in those things, but be willing 
to say, hey, I like this. And it's not, it's not a bad thing, right? To, to say, this is what I, I like. This is what I prefer. And learn the most you can about it. And that's cool. And I think us as coaches, we get caught up in what's the newest, what's the best, what are, what's, you know, what's Alabama doing or, or Georgia or Clemson. Man, this is high school football. We don't, we do not have one, their time, right? Two, their scholarships at the college level. And three, we don't have their type of personnel, right? And I want to read a quote here that a, a, a buddy of mine sent me by Evil Knievel. I think Evil Knievel is a, is a great person to, to quote. That guy, that guy was wild. It says, it is better to have taken a chance in life to experience victory or suffer defeat, even though you are scared, scarred by failure, to keep going instead of living in the shadow of life as some do, never knowing the sweetness of victory or pain of defeat because they do not have the guts to try either. My goodness, that's like the man in the mirror by, by Teddy Roosevelt. And yeah, that's it. I, I think as we, as we collaborate, as we gain knowledge from other people, that eventually it's, hey, we got to make a decision and go to work. And man, it's okay to fail. Because I think failure teaches us far more than success. I think success makes people comfortable. <laughs> I think success allows people to become complacent. I think that now, obviously, we don't want to fail every time. Let's not go there. We want to do things that give us a chance for success. But yeah, even if you have a season, let's say you have a season and you're 13 and 0 or 14 and 0, there are things that you can learn from the things you didn't do well. And I, I think at some point you need to just accentuate what you do well, but I think there's also lessons learned from, man, what do we need to improve on? And the great people that you study through the course of history are very self-aware of, hey, my struggles are, are these. And they are striving to overcome those most of their, most of their life. I was reading the, Confessions by St. Augustine last night, or St. Augustine, as some people call him. And reading his writings, I mean, he's one of the most brilliant theologians of all time, but he's very aware that he does not have it all together or, or have all the answers. And that's the kind of person I want to be. And I think it takes allowing people to step into our programs, to step into our lives to talk to us, right? To have mercy on us, to show us love, right? To find and to find those people is really important uh, for us as as men. And it's okay to be vulnerable to say, "Hey, I don't understand this. How do you help me?" And if the greats can do it, like Saint Augustine, you know, he's one of the great, obviously one of the great theologians of all time. Uh, you know, Protestants and Catholics uh, quote him. It's okay for us to do that. It's okay for us to say, I, "I'm struggling with this." How do we do this better in our football program? How do we do this better in our school? And it's a process. It is one step at a time. And sometimes it's one step forward, two steps back. But it is important that we just keep going, that we have people around us that will help us walk, walk, walk the road, right? And walk the path. And, uh, Man, I just thank y'all for listening. Uh, it's a 
this podcast become a, a just a hobby of mine and I enjoy doing this and, and meeting people with the podcast, even though I don't have social media, I'd still connect with people and, you know, emails is this awesome thing. You can email people and you can type more than 140 characters or whatever it is on Twitter now. And you can connect with people and get to know people a little more. So if you want to reach out and maybe be on the podcast, maybe you have some, some questions or comments, please send me an email to Zach, Z-A-C-H dot Davis, D-A-V-I-S, two four at gmail.com. And I'll say that again, Zach, Z-A-C-H dot Davis, D-A-V-I-S, two four at gmail.com. And I'll put that email in the show notes. And I thank y'all for listening. Uh, man, y'all have a great week. Just, just go get it. Go kill it. Have a, just an awesome week and, and find somebody that you can talk to and that can build you up and build your football program up and may give you some, some new ideas.